The temps are warmer, you've mowed the lawn, and maybe even turned on the AC a time or two. It's definitely spring. So SpI.com is having their spring sale. Log on now and get local deals up to 50% off before they're gone. SpI.com. This podcast is a part of the Newhoff Media Podcast Network. Uh, you remarked uh, as you were driving by Pisa's Bun Gourmet that they face some challenges like everybody else. Yeah, they don't have Sunday hours anymore because of staffing issues. Isn't that amazing? Mm-hmm. You'd yeah. think by now things would turn around in that, but they don't seem to be. And I talked to one of um, Sammy's neighbors that has a nice shop here in the Gables as well. And yeah. she said she's having a hard time getting staffing. If you know people that want to work, have them come out and apply. So I think that it's a, a, a universal issue right now. Uh, this is not a, a, a person called me yesterday, and I'm going to have you comment on both these things. But one of the things they remarked is they said, Sam, it doesn't seem like there's been a lot of talk about the city election. I said, well, I think if people don't like to focus on elections anyway, but the one that's got them on their mind right now is November. Yeah, the gubernatorial election. Absolutely. There's no use coming out with all different position papers and things like that and what you're going to do. Am I correct in that as far as you're concerned? Um, I would agree with you just simply because it's confusing to the voter as well. I've received multiple phone calls of people saying, I went to vote and you weren't on the ballot. And it's because we're not on the ballot until yeah. April. Yes. So it's confusing to people. And we've had this crossover every time I've ran. You know, you're out knocking on doors and say, will you sign my petition? And they say, oh, I already early voted. And you have to explain it's a different election that you're passing petitions for. I even had somebody say, why are you so late passing your petitions? We're going to vote soon. And I'm like, no, it's a different election. So it's very confusing to the voters. Um uh- have you have you had any polling done? I personally have not paid for polls, but I know that there have been polls done because I've received calls of people saying, I got a poll and you were in it. You know, I, I, that's why the gentleman called the other day and gave me a number, uh, and it showed you leading. And I said, well, I don't know if the, that's why I asked you. Uh, I'm sure there has been polling done by somebody. Agreed. Uh, are you fairly confident have you heard any other name mentioned or is it going to be you and and uh mayor langfelder for this race i've not heard any other names i've not but i will tell you when i made my decision to run i made an entire list i'm a very yes i think about everything uh so i made a list of everybody who would be a possible candidate so i would be prepared and know who i would be up against so I, mark Silvaggio just made reference that he had heard or maybe he said that the city has lots and lots of grant money coming in. Clarify that from the federal government or from somebody. Do we have a lot more grant money available now than we did? And who's in charge of that and who decides where it's going to be spent and so on? Well, it depends upon the grant on who is in charge of how it's spent. Okay. So, for instance, um, the capital bill, which is through the state, Governor Pritzker has a great bill out there that we get grant money from. That would be mostly Public Works. Nate Bottom, our Public Works Director, would determine where he would like a lot of that money spent. I see. Now, granted, anything that we spend does have to go through council and get approval. So, it's not like he can just take the grant money and do what he wants with it. The council gets the final approval. Those 10 council members are our decision-making body of the city. I was watching the other night, and the mayor was talking about something about late to the game and blindsided or whatever, and immediately Alderman Redpath jumped in and said, yeah, sort of like we are at every before, five minutes for every council meeting. And I knew the mayor caught it. How? But it's a, a lifelong thing. I've heard it going back probably all the way back real old school everybody maybe when Howarth was mayor Les Collins was mayor Telford you run the gamut 
Is there an issue of communication, and how do you, as a mayoral candidate or as a mayor, address that? So I personally believe there is a communication issue because I felt it for eight years while I've been in the treasurer's office, and I've watched our council members go on what I call a fact-finding mission on Tuesday nights, which is not where that should be happening. So I do believe there is a communication issue. Um, how do you combat that? There's a variety of things you would need to do, not just one thing. Uh, so for instance, one of the things they complain about our council members is not having someone from our corporation council designated just for them so that they have a communication device there. So that would be a piece of it, is giving them their own member there in that office that is just theirs to talk to um, and to help them draft what they want for ordinances, things like that. That would be a communication piece with that agency. Um, I do believe that, well, I don't want to say I believe, I know, as mayor, there would be monthly meetings with aldermen with the staff of the mayor's office so that they can stay informed and tim griffin could be there and take notes and follow up on what they're concerned about because most of these people have jobs this is full-time jobs this is a part-time job they're doing it as community service in my opinion so we need to make it as easy as possible on them to get the data they want they are the decision-making body for the city they spend the city's money and they're the voices for the taxpayers as mayor, if elected, what will you look for in corporation council? That's a great question, Sam, because I personally have not thought about a director for the agencies. I'm focused on my campaign and listening to the taxpayers so I know what their concerns are. I feel a win in the election April 4th would give me then time to I have enough smart people around me that are helping me with my strategic planning committee that could help me designate and people we would want to interview, including the directors that are there for jobs. Um, but what I would look for, I think, would be someone who would be um, have a little bit of experience in some community government and some sort of municipal government, which there are attorneys around that do. So Springfield is one municipality, right? But we have municipalities all around us. Every single one of those municipalities has representation in some way or some form. So there are attorneys in our area who have that expertise that could give us advice. Um, the Wyndham Hotel. Mm -hmm. What is your position? Have you taken a position or do you sit and say, I really am not mayor yet. I cannot. What direction are we going to go? What direction should we go? So I do believe we need housing downtown. I agree with that. I also believe we have a lot of vacant buildings downtown, and I believe losing a hotel for that is probably not the best resource for our buildings downtown. I'm afraid if we lose those hotel rooms, we will never get them back, and there will be an effect on that through conventions, through our downtown businesses. I have been going. My lunch today is scheduled to go talk to more business owners downtown about how they feel about this because those are the people who are investing their own money into our community to help the downtown area. And do we want to hurt them or help them? Will you make commitment to follow casino? Would you want a casino downtown Springfield? Negative. Why? Because I just think that it would take away from the beauty of our downtown. Really? Okay, interesting. I think there are a lot of good things we could do downtown to make it more exciting, more fun, more weekend events, uh, bring our community back downtown. But I don't think that the casino is the answer to that. I've got a, I'm running out of time. I apologize. Thanks for stopping by. Can I say one thing? Please. Sammy McElwee has a line of clothing here called Liverpool at the wardrobe. And it's amazing. And I really love it. And I think everybody here should come look at it. In That's very nice. Now, one final question. Greg Hallbleib quotes you all the time about a donut. Life is short. Have a donut. 
He's you told, told us that at the Presbyterian home. Stuck with you me. You told him that, and he's living by it. Life is short. Well, I'm not having had no, a donut not. yet, but I just <laughs> but been, I've said I'm not. I haven't had my last donut. Let's life, put it is that way. life is short. Have a donut. Life is short. Have a donut. That's going to be right. Of all the things you said, that's what he's going to buy, and me too. I love it. <laughs> it is short. You just never know. Have a donut. We've lost a lot of great people early on in life oh in this my community. Gosh. So yeah, but I can talk forever about the Busher family. They're hanging in there, unbelievably. Yeah. I how old is the oldest? Uh, Aunt Mary's 100. Unbelievable. <laughs> and then Uncle Charlie Busher is? Yeah. I think Charlie is 95 or 6 now. Unbelievable. Yeah. Unbelievable. Great. And he still drives and goes to the VFW. You can go there on Old Jack and see him any given day of the week. Lifestyle. So. Love that's their great. beer. Yep. <laughs> that's what I'll do. So that's not the donut, but. <laughs> <laughs> Good to see you, Misty. Thanks. You've been listening to the Newhoff Media Podcast Network. For more, visit newhoffmedia.com.